What's up, guys? Welcome back. Oh my goodness, it has been so long since I've been on the air, man. I can't even begin to express how much I missed you guys. I had to take a little bit of a break, and things do happen, but I'm happy that you're tuning in. Welcome to the Spill's first episode. Yay, drop bombs here. Nah, I'm not dropping bombs, but you get the idea. So in this episode, I want to talk about some topics that have taken place within society as well as celebrity gossip. So without further ado, here comes the spill. We're going to start the 10 minutes right about now. Boom. So first topic I want to talk about was actually a conversation me and my partner had not too long ago. We were joking with each other after we woke up and we started talking about body counts and just laughing. And both of us are 30 year old people. I have to throw that in there. And after he left, after the conversation, my mind just started spinning. And I realized people still use body count as a way to determine a person's worth. And this conversation isn't typically geared towards men. It's more so pointed towards women. And I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate that topic. Why? Because why are we speaking about how many skeletons one has in the closet if for one, they're not your friend, and for two, they do not reflect if you are, if you, excuse me, or you do not have an STD. You see where I'm getting at this? That topic is so young. I remember talking about things like this when I was 21 years old and people were losing their virginities and it was fair to ask that question because everyone appeared to be right not touched and blah 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 all that good biblical stuff and now at the age of 30 i am cringing and laughing at the thought of me asking a man if i start dating again oh what's your body count no no we're not doing that my conversation to him would be did you get tested yes or no because here's the scenario follow me you have guy number a Guy A, excuse me, <laughs> guy A who has five bodies, then you have guy B who has 15 bodies. Now, somebody might look at guy A like, oh, I'm going to date him, you know, he has five bodies. But if you actually begin to investigate his dating life, he had all those five bodies within a week. Then you talk to the person who has 15 bodies. And they had those 15 bodies in the last three years of their lives, meaning that they broke it down and dated people with a significant amount of time. And I'm not one to condemn someone to say if they're right or wrong, but you see how that then misled you. So that's my first thought on body count. My second thought on body count is, I think of the body like I think of my credit score. My credit bureaus are able to forgive me after four to seven years of anything that I've done done with student loans, car payments, whatever. If something has exceeded those seven years max, it'll fall off my credit report. And that's how I feel about my body. If I dated you when I was 18 years old, guess what? I don't remember you unless we had a kid together. I don't have kids. So therefore, you do not exist. I do not know you. This interaction that we had is invalid. And I think that mentality is 
so helpful and so healthy for people to adapt. So if you're sitting here struggling about the body count conversation, think of the credit score. Think of this bill. Listen, after four to seven years and you didn't date that person, you don't have a kid with that person, they don't matter. They disappear like poof. And if for three, who really cares what people has to say about you anymore? Like, if that person doesn't pay your bill, they don't help you out with your life. They don't even donate blood to you if you need blood. You know, God rest your soul if you do it. You, you do need it, excuse me. They don't matter. So let's not use body count coming into this new decade of the 20s, okay? Next topic. Y'all, <laughs> wait, real quick. I just ran up on my boyfriend just now. Talking about some, ooh, this food smells good, daddy. <laughs> As he's cooking dinner for me. And he's on the phone. Talk about having some decor on. I gotta do better. Alright, next topic as promised. We're at six minutes now. Boom. So, the other day I was talking to a friend. And they're like, Amira, what do you think about this whole Chris Brown thing? Not liking black women, you know? And he said, said this in his music. Are you still a fan? Okay. Personally, well, let me let me dial back. Hold on. Ooh, dial back. So, for those who are unfamiliar about this Chris Brown topic, Chris Brown recently put out an album. I do have it in my iTunes. Guilty. The music is actually good. It's called Indigo. And in one of his songs, he mentioned that he only likes black women with good, fine hair. Or is it fine hair? One of the two. So, as a black woman, I have to direct this to y'all. You already know where this is going. So, as a response to my friend, candidly as possible, because I feel like I'm talking to my friend right now, I told her in quote, I don't give a fuck what Chris Brown has to say about my hair. I don't care what he thinks about me as a person. And she's just like, oh my goodness, what? I feel as though people like what they like, and being a black woman of 30 years, I've heard this conversation in so many different forms from family, friends, etc., of colorism, we know this already in the black community. My thing is, black women, why are we taking the bait? If a black man doesn't appreciate all this good black magic fineness that we have going on, fuck him. Fuck him, fuck him, fuck him. It's, it's just that simple. Because at the end of the day, karma comes in all different kinds of forms, fashions, and etc. So, when I say karma, I don't wish anything bad on people. I'm not wishing that you get hit by a car or he gets hit by a car tomorrow because of his statement. But, what people fail to realize is that black genes are so strong. You can't erase black people. You just can't. I.e. slavery. They sat there and drowned some of us, castrated, killed, gave syphilis. They did a whole bunch of crazy shit to us. But guess what? Black people are still here. Black people like are dominating in sports, education, and all the above. We even had a black president. So we are resilient. And when I talk about the black genes, really quickly, the karma, black genes. No matter how many times you try to dilute black blood, you will always have a feature that's very prominent of our culture. Like, for example, I don't care if you have your black child dating white people for the next 40 years, not 40 years, but black child date a white person and so forth and so forth, somebody's hair is gonna be curly. Someone's nose is going to be wide. Someone's lips are going to be big. Someone's skin is going to be dark. That's how recessive genes work. So when Chris Brown said that topic, eh, 
I'll still listen to his music because it is what it is, but I'm not going to let that affect me. And for those who think, okay, Mary, you're a hypocrite, you're so pro-black, listen, honey, Motown, Luther Vandross, and all those people, Chess Records, they've had their issues. They done said some things. It's just that social media does not give, they did not give that magnifying glass to those individuals as they do now. All right. And if we know what our parents loved, those idols spoke about how they felt in their thoughts, our parents probably wouldn't have been fans, I guarantee you. But they just focus and recognize the music. And that's what I'm just going to do. I'm going to listen to the music. I take it for what it is. I'm not going to someone's personal life unless I have to for an article. If that's not the case, I really don't care. Granted, I'm quote unquote canceling R. Kelly and Michael Jackson, air quotes, but Music is music. That's all it is for me. If you want to do whatever you do in your life, that does not bother me. Okay? So, don't take the Blake. The Blake, excuse me. <laughs> don't take the bait, black people. Don't take the bait, especially black women. They don't love you? Fuck them. That's just it. Last topic. So, I actually was on Shade Room the other day. And I came across this video thanks to my group chat, my cousin of this girl proclaiming that she's a hot girl, gonna have a hot girl summer, and her boyfriend is standing right there, he appears to be mad, and he throws water on her. And this proceeds to mess up her makeup and her hair, and she's so mad, and the video cuts off. Part of me is like, oh my goodness, people are doing anything for clout, and another part of me is just like, who cares if she wants to have a hot girl summer? A lot of people are talking about this whole hot girl epidemic. Listen, hot girl epidemic is basically something that's recycled throughout the decades, y'all. Like, it's basically YOLO. It's basically pimping. It's basically being a player. Like, get over yourselves. The whole idea about being a hot girl is that people in general just want to have a good time. And they don't want to have any judgment. They don't want to have any restrictions. And they just want to be able to live and not live vicariously through Snapchat and Instagram and all that, live their lives, which I agree with and I'm not against. So I just wanna put out a quick PSA for those who follow me on It's A Fair Play on Instagram, quick plug. I have this slogan that I typically tell my friends and my close dear ones and my followers, mind your business. Yo, that's been my New Year's resolution since I can remember and it actually works if you mind your business in life you will have clear skin you will stress less you will care less like it will probably stop high blood pressure it'll probably stop a lot of diseases if you were just to sit there and worry about what's going on with you having a tunnel vision within your life i promise you your decorum of life will improve and increase tremendously. And if it has increased, if you take this advice and it's increased, let me know. Hit me up. Hashtag the spill. Write me something how you mind your business and your life has changed since then. Okay? So if someone wants to be a hot boy, a hot girl, do whatever they do, let them. Again, that's my theory and it works. Alright? Foolproof. And it's free. It gets no better than being free. No discounts needed. You feel me? Aight. So, I gotta admit, this was a dope 
episode. I'm so proud of myself for being able to pull this one off. I appreciate you even more for listening, subscribing, liking, looking, lurking, hating, all this, all the above. Because without you, I wouldn't have the motivation to do this. I'm motivated myself, but you guys are giving me that extra push that I need sometimes. So I appreciate it. If you like what you heard, definitely share. Let me know. We all need that good gratification. Like, I don't look for anybody's validation. Like, I can care less what you think about me, but just let me know. And I'll, I'll definitely tweak and I'll take it into the heat. You feel me? So this concludes episode number one. I want to leave y'all off on my favorite saying, don't be good, be great. Good is the enemy of great. If you think you're good, work harder. This is Amir Affair signing out. Peace and blessings. Later. <laughs>